Hey, this is Ray Chase, the voice of Noctis. This is Sarah from Toonami. This is Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. And you're listening. And you're listening. And you're listening to the, the Peach, Peach Review. Review. All right, this is TBZ with uh, Peach Review and everything. I'm actually cosplaying as Perfect Cell today, so I don't know if I want to know and everything. I am with. Uh, my name is Charlie Gilchrist. And what game are we playing today? Uh, it's a game called Riveting Saga. Riveting Saga, man. Okay, now looking at this game and everything, it looks like. It reminds me of uh, Chrono Trigger with a little bit of Mario RPG, but I feel more of a link to the past and everything. So it's basically reminding me of Super Nintendo. Where did you get the inspiration for this game? Yeah, so I mean, the first game I ever played as a kid was uh, uh, Link to the Past, yeah, exactly. I love Mega Man X, I love Super Metroid. Um, Super Nintendo is by far my favorite, uh, uh, my, my, by far my favorite console, so it's just... My whole life is Super Nintendo. Like, mm-hmm. it's just everything, like, everything I love. I listen to Super Nintendo remixes in the car. I listen to Chrono Trigger all the time. Um, I mean, Chrono Trigger is probably the, you know, uh, one of the best RPGs I've ever played. And Mario RPG is definitely, you know, standout uh, classic in my mind. So, I mean, yeah, just like you said, I mean, it's super inspired by everything from the Super Nintendo. Cool, cool. So what's the story behind this game? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've been making games my whole life. Uh, this game in particular, um, I... I I have been searching for a long time uh, trying to figure out how to make a game that you know I, I couldn't make with a really small team of people. So we have three people on this. It's just me doing um, you know programming art and production basically and design. Uh, and then all the, the background art uh, was done by my girlfriend and then all the music was done by a good friend of mine. Um, and with a team that small, the question you have is like, how do you make something that is high quality that people want to play that's new and different and can also be made by that small of a team with no professional experience, you know, making games, right? I mean, the only professional experience I have is I'm a software engineer by trade, so I do do that professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a really interesting, there's a really interesting question you have um, with that. It's like, you know, how how do you make something you want to make, but that's also marketable? You know, it's really hard to figure out. Um, you know, with with this. My, my idea behind it was, okay, well, let me just make something that only has, like, four bosses, because bosses are really important to me in video games. It's like the best part. But how do I make it so that you want to play the bosses multiple times and in different orders and everything? And that's kind of where everything stemmed from. Um, and the whole concept of the game actually started getting made uh, on a Christmas trip to Louisiana last year, where my sister lives. And so I had a basic idea for the game, and I told my girlfriend, I said, hey, while we're driving, take out a pad and a, and a pencil and just write everything I say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just started talking, like, okay, well, what would the world be like? You know, how would the game work? What would the characters be? Why would they work this way? What are the mechanics tied to each character? Why do the boss fights work this way? What kind of world would it be? And we just, you know, it was eight hours there, eight hours back. So it was 16 hours of this. And oh, we wow. did it. We filled a whole notebook with a bunch of notes and just ideas. And by the time we got back, we had the whole game laid out, exactly what we wanted. And so we just started working on it. And anytime there was something we didn't know how to do, we just learned. I mean, I've been learning my whole life how to make games, but this was the fastest I've ever done this. It was just every day, you know, the, the biggest thing I've been telling everybody today that's been asking is, if you want to make a game, do something with it every single day. Because as long as you keep making little bits of, like, little little bits of progress, eventually you'll look back and you have a whole game made. So what's the story about Riveting Tales? Like, you know, um, what's the way there to, to, to say this right? Um, like, what is Riveting Tales about? Like, what is, yeah. what is, yeah. 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 So Riveting Saga, um, it's, it's essentially about a guy who, well, I guess a whole kingdom that's been cursed by uh, an evil villain who's actually, like, held within a mask. Mm-hmm. It's like a cursed mask. 
um, that's like super powerful artifact that someone accidentally puts on, which lets this evil that's inside of it out. Um, and th the guy that's been trapped inside this for a really long time is, I mean, he's gone mad being in there for hundreds of thousands of years. So he's completely crazy and maniacal. And he just decides, okay, I'm going to steal his princess for reasons that are explained later. Um, it's not as cut and dry and, you know, simple as it sounds. Um, and, and just because he thinks it's funny, he turns everybody into animals. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to curse everybody, mess with everybody's life, and it'll be hilarious. I'm going to take the four strongest people in the kingdom, completely mind control them and make them mine, and this is my place now, so suck it. <laughs> and so he takes over the place, and, uh, you know, you're, you're a knight who's a really good fighter but doesn't have any sort of, you know, special wet magic weapons that everybody else has. So... Uh, you get turned into a frog, and you know every, all the strongest heroes in the land are gone. Mm -hmm. So the question is, well, who's gonna who's gonna do this now? And so the king turns to you and says, "Hey, you know, you're the only person we have, and we have a solution to this." So all these people are so strong because they have these magic artifacts. He said, "Well, there's one left that no one has, and it's this magic gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And the one thing it can do is it can steal the powers of other magic artifacts. So he gives it to you. So your task now is to go and find these people who used to be your friends that are now mind controlled." somehow get stronger than them, beat them, take their power, and use those powers to beat the rest of them. And then eventually get strong enough that you can go and fight the villain at the end. Hey, man, that's that's totally awesome. I, I like it. I love it. Like I said, I played it uh, yesterday, Thursday, and everything. And, dude, all right, so I see you have a line of people. And what I'm hoping, not even hoping, I know it's going to happen. There's going to be a sequel, right? Maybe. Well, so we might actually talk about this. What we might do, instead of as a, the way the game, the way the story's set up, it might not be a hard sequel, but the, a lot of concepts in the game, the, the non-linearity aspect, the, the difficulty aspect, and specifically the gauntlet itself that allows you to steal abilities, um, that I think is something that is going to carry over into other games that we've made. So definitely the difficulty aspect. Um, the, the, the next game we make actually might be more of a JRPG with turn-based battles, mm. but be very puzzle-focused, sort of with an Earthbound-like aesthetic, sort of like the 90s. It's something we've been kicking around. Um, but yeah, so we've thought, we've talked about having what we call like the the gauntlet universe, which is like this you know universe in which this magic gauntlet for some reason is, exists through all these time periods that like and, and whenever whenever need be a, a hero finds this gauntlet and and uses it to save the world from some crazy threat. But the game mechanics can change. Um, but the general idea of replayability and challenge needs to always be there. Cool, cool. And I guess once again, man, because I know you said, you told me that like, trip to what Louisiana, right? Yeah. You said like you guys had like what sixteen hours, yeah. basically brainstorming and everything. Yeah. So, in like real, like well, long term or whatever, how long did it actually take like three of you guys to actually make this game with the uh, coding, uh, illustration, and music and everything? Yeah. So, so we've been working on it, like I said, since December. Uh, right when we got back from the trip, it was just we immediately started working. Uh, for about three and a half months, what we did was we just worked on what do we want the characters to look like, what do we want the music to sound like, what do we want the gameplay to feel like, and there, you know, it was just a, like a little square level with a, the little rat that you see in the demo just moving around, and um, just having move around and letting you fight him and saying, okay, well, what feels good, what feels bad, um, you know, how do we tweak the art, what kind of like workflow do we want for the art that we can actually produce at scale and make a lot of it, but it still looks good, and feels good. Um, and we figured that out after about three and a half months. So at this point, about, I guess, two to two and a half months ago, we started on making all the art and writing all the code and everything from scratch that you see right there. So really, this has only taken us about two and a half months to produce from scratch. Mm. But there was like three and a half months of pre-production and figuring out what's going on. It's not, it's not bad, man. It's not yeah. bad. 
And when can we see this game, A Riveting Saga? Yeah, so the plan for it is to come out um, hopefully this time next year. Uh, that does hinge on us getting some sort of funding or publishing that allows me to quit my job that I'm doing full-time currently. Hey, man, we all um, do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so the idea is, you know, in the next month or two to get uh, the dungeon built out a little more um, and to really, uh, uh, you know, use a, a lot of the footage and stuff we've gathered here today as well to really make a case for how good of a game it really is. Um, you know, send it to publishers, get the best deal we can, uh, and, you know, and use that to help fund us to, you know, make the best game we can make for everybody. Cool, man. Well, when it comes out next year, I'll be one of the many, one of the many to get it, and I'll play it, and hopefully we'll be in contact. Well, hey, man, hey, man, I beat your game in, like, you know, blah, blah, so many hours and stuff. All right, man, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, yeah, you. thank you so much.